Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Talking Out. This is a podcast where we discuss everyday introspective thoughts with everyday conversations. Um, happy Easter, by the way. I'm filming this at Easter and the last episode I filmed was regarding women and Sarah Everard and this episode is about life and people. I think I mentioned in the last episode that I went through a period of time where I started cutting people out or having conversations with people who I felt had, I guess, wronged me and I hadn't really addressed what they'd done. And you don't have to be confrontational, there's no need to be. Um, but I actually ended up start, like not speaking to people and like I don't think I need an explanation. I think they know what they've done. And they even did apologize, but it wasn't enough. Like, because in my head, I was like, would I even want to be friends with someone who treats me that way? And the answer is no. And I went through a period where I didn't realize my worth. And I think that's something I'm trying to work on. Um, and it is, it's funny because I only realize what's happening when I sit down and speak with a friend. And... So there was this guy that I really liked. He's everything I've ever wanted, as in like my type. Um, has like a really good family background. Obviously Spanish, can speak Spanish, like obviously my type. Um, but like the first time we met, like he took it way too far, way too quick. Um, and I told my friend and she was like, oh my God, that was so rude. And it never dawned on me that what he did was rude. It, it just didn't. I was just like, oh, he likes me. And obviously I really like him. And I'm not beating myself up about not recognizing that because I don't think, like, I don't think that's my fault. I really did like this guy and I have a habit of believing the best in people even though I don't know them, clearly. Um... And yeah, I remember telling my sister about the guy. She asked, why are you still speaking to him? And to be honest, the reason why is even though I told him, you know, like, like what I'm looking for, what he's looking for, two different things, and it was really heartbreaking for me to say that, but I'm proud that I did. Um, so I really like him still, and I don't think that's a bad thing. It's a human emotion. I'm attracted to him. I like him. It's okay. I think what isn't okay is the way he treated me and even just like leaving me on red. I hate to say it because it makes me feel like I feel like it makes me look weak, but I have to remember I never did anything to him except be kind and nice. So him leaving me on red is like not on me, it's on him. And it's a reflection of him. I think that I've noticed that guys really have liberties. Like they're really able to take liberties with you. And that's something that needs to change within society and with ourselves. And when I say taking liberties, even if you've had the conversation, you've only given consent to certain things, there are still guys that will just not listen to your consent, not listen to what you've said, do something you said you didn't want to do, not ready to do, 
and then afterwards expect you to be like oh and not be upset about what you said you didn't want to do you're not ready to do and they did it anyway and I think it's a really poignant time for me in that regard because there's two different people that have two different experiences actually free and and all the time I've only given love and just honesty and communication and yet it's like in my mind it was like it wasn't enough like it wasn't enough to make them stay or keep them and I was literally feeling really bad and I started to do this meditation and one of the af- like it was an affirmation meditation and one of the affirmations was I am enough and I said that then I realized I was like I had driven myself on the scariest road in England called the Snake Pass. It is, you go over the mountains, like through the mountains, and it's so scary, I kid you not. It's like 40 minutes of like terror. I literally felt like I had become an adult after driving on that road. Like I felt I had a rite of passage. Um, And I realized, I was like, I have gotten myself thus far like i've managed to get myself to the snake pass i've managed to drive myself to a really long location for work i'm working in a job that i actually am really passionate about like i've done all of that by myself without a guy and then i realized that i am enough and it's something that i'm working on really vibing with that I am enough um and what I do is enough so with one of the guys like we had the most interesting connection and he literally told me that he loved me four times he started talking about like planning a future and everything and bear in mind we'd only met like once and I, I did say, like, I was like, don't, like, it's a bit weird. Not weird, I was just like, I've never asked that from you. And then all of a sudden, he just seemed, like, really disengaged. But I hadn't changed, I hadn't done anything. And so I was getting nervous to call him. And I was like, it's just stupid. So I just, you know, picked up the phone and I called him. And I literally said, I feel like you're being disconnected disengaged and I thought I knew the reason why I was right in sensing that he was disengaged I was wrong is the reason and he literally said to me he was like well you're not here so it's hard for me and I'm trying to adapt to the situation and I was like oh that's sweet but then I realized that that's not sweet he knew that I would be traveling for work he knew that I would be going to uni he knew that I wouldn't be there and I told him from the get-go, never ever did I lie or embellish. I never once said I loved him. I never once said anything that wasn't true. And then he started to pull away like I had done it and I hadn't. So everything that he was feeling was on him. I'd been honest from the get-go. I had said that I'm going to uni. I had said that I'm not in love. I would said that I do like you, but like, he was the one that was like, oh, I love you, first day. Second day, he was like, oh, I don't know, because you would want children and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I never asked that from you. Third day, he was like, oh, um, I just really want to 
quoting him fuck out my emotions get over my ex and keep it casual and I'm like yeah we can just be friends like we established that before we met that we were just friends and then he was the one that did all this like saying I love you whatever and then then he starts just being disengaged and it's like that whole fluctuation of emotions is so weird to to experience because it's like I don't understand I don't understand what was going on in his psyche I just knew that this is what I was sensing and now like okay we're not talking anymore but I think the whole scenario was unfair because you know we we literally did connect as friends like we were really interested in like astrology and the world and like intellectually we were on the same page um and he was like a really interesting person to talk to so but like it was never like we were always just friends you know what i mean and so i think it's really unfair that like that whole emotion and then just to not even say goodbye you know not even be like you know what I don't think I can do this anymore but I really enjoy talking to you good luck of everything you know like not even closure not even goodbye just like not even talking and that really hurts me because I'm just I feel like I deserve a goodbye you know and I know that I've taught myself not to expect but I do have this expression because I was so nice and like it's not because I was nice it's just because I want to be treated the way I treat people that's the problem and yeah and I feel like I'm worth it I'm worth a goodbye I'm worth a conversation I'm worth someone not fluctuating their emotions and then kind of blaming it on you or like treating it as it was your fault with the guy that I do like but obviously there's been a distinction that just friends again I don't know I think that I just noticed that guys seem to just take liberties and do whatever they want and I think that's so unfair because I'm not that person I would never like I would never want to do that to someone I'd never want to go out of my way and hurt someone like that so I guess I'm just feeling really conflicted about people I I've done doing work I'm like focusing on myself I have therapy I have counseling but what I'm trying to figure out is how do I meet people who I connect with intellectually that we're interested in but then they don't go weird they don't just leave how how does that how, how does that happen how do we do that and you know everyone I speak to who's like advice or well-being and I say the same scenario and I say how do I meet people and they go oh you know just wait till everything's open again and you'll meet people and I'm like well how because I, I'm friendly I talk to people and they even say like you're really approachable you're really friendly like you'll make friends and I'm like, well, how? Because I'm in societies. I'm in societies of uni. I meet up with people. I do online things. Yet I am not meeting. I haven't met 
friends. I've met loads of acquaintances. I know millions of people and they know me. But, okay, not millions. That's a bit of a hyperbole. But you know what I mean. Like, I know a lot of people. And they know me. And they're all different ages, different ranges. We know each other. But where are the people that I would go on a picnic with in the park? Where are the people who I would have a movie night with? Where are people that I could just call five times a day for no reason just to say hello? Where are the people that I can just laugh with and say and just text them and say, you know what, I did this stupid thing? Where are the people that I can just call if I'm upset and need a hug? Where are those people? Because they're the people that I'm manifesting and want into my life. And you know, like the Spanish guy, what really bothers me about that is because I was manifesting and I was doing it for a certain number of days and then he came into my life and my manifestation was the partner I seek is also seeking me and I now release any blocks which stand between us and the partner I'm seeking is someone who I can depend on who will be there for me who will treat me nicely and I will treat them the same like that is who I was manifesting and so just like why did he come into my life i literally wrote on my mirror why do i need you and the people like his initial is that like why did i need you in my life and from what i've experienced i didn't he didn't give me anything he didn't help me with anything he just hurt me (laughs) i'm just tired of being hurt by people you know and I want to believe that it gets better. I was literally talking to my counselor about how I feel. She literally said that she keeps getting this overwhelming sense that there's a void in my heart or like in me that that needs filling. And I was literally telling her how all I want when I manifest, you know, like what I want, my future. I'm just manifesting houses, like a really nice house, beach, a dog friends just a group of friends and i don't think i'm asking for the world but that would make me feel like the richest person in the world it's not much like i don't think i'm asking for much and i think a lot of people had friends because they grew up with them and i didn't really have that benefit because i moved high schools and then in high school Obviously, I was ill, and I was out for four years in a hospital when everyone else was bonding, and now the people who I knew are all really tight and close-knit friends, and I don't have anyone. I'm gonna start saying, like, I have people, I have friends, but it's just, sometimes you just feel so alone so alone and like the people that I met who were really good and close who live abroad now and it's like they don't speak every day or I don't speak every day and it's just that feeling of being so alone that I really dislike and I'm recording this now because believe it gets better I really want to believe that everything gets better that I will have the friends I will have the job I'll be modeling I'll be traveling 
you'll have an awesome friendship group. I want to believe that. I really do. Well, I guess if you're listening and you've had a similar experience, like life must get better, right? Because even at university and they tell you that it's a social time, I've been to two different universities. I've My first year at uni was horrible because they weren't accessible, I was isolated, my flatmates were bullies, literally bullies, and I was talking with my mum today and I was like, if you actually look back on it, they were so mean for no reason, for no reason, they just formed a bitchy clique and were so mean for no reason, like even once, I I couldn't leave because this was the only adapted property that I could stay in there was no other wheelchair accessible place and I wanted to leave and I couldn't so I went to the reception of the accommodation and told them and they said they're going to have a meeting or whatever um so I told my flatmates I was like we're going to have a meeting just to talk about the tension in the flat and then one of the girls decided to shout at me from my bedroom which is like at the other end of the hallway to the front door and she followed me shouting and I literally, I didn't even respond. I literally just said, I have to go. And I left. Her still shouting. Like, they were so mean. And for no reason. And I don't want to wish them that they're happy. I don't think they deserve that. Like, they were so horrible. Not just to me, but to another girl as well. And for what reason? Like, what? There was no reason to be that mean. And because of them, when I moved to my second university, my first flat, I hid from them like the plague because I thought they would be mean too. And I was trying to protect myself, realizing that they they were immature, for sure. They were so immature, they were messy, they were whatever, but they were not mean like that. So I don't even want to put them down to immaturity because they were just so mean for no reason. So I've literally never had a really good time at uni in like socially as well and obviously I want it to get better but I kind of just wish I wasn't (laughs) like I if I'd known about my experiences at uni I don't think I would have left my home I think I would have moved out but like stayed in the city and then just lived like that instead because I haven't met a best friend I've met people but I'm not close with them. And the people I thought were close with, I'd be messaging them this year and they just didn't respond. And obviously there's, I've joined new societies and they seem to be nice people, but I'm just, I'm kind of over it. I'm done. And like, I'm hoping that after Easter will be better, but I'm so over uni now. Like I feel so sad and apathetic towards it that I just, like, I really wish I just never gone gone like it's it's one of the worst experiences of my life so far and I want it to change I want it to be the best experience of my life but I wish that someone could tell me it would get better 
I actually had my vaccine today and I'm starting to feel a little bit ill, so I'm gonna go. But I hope that you enjoyed listening to this podcast, even though it turned out to be kind of like a cathartic, introspective conversation. But I guess it's life, like this is what I've experienced in life so far. So I hope that you have a great day, month, week or year and that someone can tell me life gets better. (laughs) In the next podcast, life will be better. Let's just leave it at that.